Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. It, don't ever let them get inside your head. They'll tell you what to do in life instead. Don't let them guide your life towards regret. I'll fight for what I love with every breath. What's up, everyone? How you guys and gals doing? Welcome to the show. It's Monday, baby. We got a long week ahead of us, man. Has some great riding this weekend. Hopefully, you guys and gals got your ride in, too. Today, we have some good stuff for you, some good uh, events that bikers put on. The event calendar that is coming up, as well as something that's really got me confused. We're going to be talking about this thug rider's uh, shooting uh, suspect out of Georgia. And what was he thinking, baby? Yes, what was he thinking? First, I want to go over some events with you. We have the Thunder in the Valley, baby. It's out of Johnstown, Pennsylvania. It is the 25th anniversary of this one. Looks like some fun there, if you ask me. Only thing is, man, I dropped Budweiser, man. You ain't selling no Budweiser at this thing, okay? Any Anheuser-Busch stuff you ain't selling. Anyway, the date is June 22nd uh, to Sunday, June 25th, and it's always held on the fourth weekend in June, centered in downtown Johnstown and the surrounding Johnstown area, located about 60 miles east of Pittsburgh. It's accessible from state routes 219, 56, 43, 22, and 271. And uh, let's see here. Let's see. Uh, Friends of the Thunder. Uh, okay, come on, man. I wanted to see uh, some uh, entertainment there. What do we got going on here? Ooh, event schedule. That's what we're looking for here. Pop-up, uh, pop-up, pop-up. Uh, the vendor and venue and bar opening schedule Thursday, June 22nd at People's uh, Natural Gas Park, 3 p.m. the midnight. Central Park, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. And Sup's Ford Biker Mall, noon to 11.30. And let's see who the uh, headliners are. Uh, they're having a parade June 22nd. It's going to be Delighted uh, Bike Night Parade. That's going to be at 1424 Scalp uh, in Johnstown. And then Sun or Saturday, they're going to have the Grand Thunder Parade at noon. Ooh, what I do with that with Thunder? Anyway, oh, here we go. You know what? Thunderbolt Saloon, you shouldn't be doing this. They're featuring Anheuser-Busch brands in a variety of your local mixed drinks. And then you're going to have the Thunderbike uh, show. Uh, and then let's see here, the motorcycle demos. You know, all good stuff. So that's in Johnstown. And then uh, Villa Park, Illinois, we got June Bike Night at the pit. Yes, June bike night at the pit. 120 West North Avenue in Villa Park. Uh, should be good, some good stuff right there. Anyway, anyway, 
Uh, let's go to the good stuff. Then we'll go to that other one right there. There is out of sh what is this? Uh, St. George News scholarship for aspiring riders honors determined dirt bike biker killed in Littlefield crash. Sad state of affairs. This is by Alicia Lundgren. Uh, here we go. Following the death of a dirt biker in the neighboring community. Uh, California-based training facility established a scholarship, rock on, for aspiring riders to honor the young man's passion for the sport. Rider Reidman uh, uh, Colvin died February 9th in a dirt bike crash at Mesquite Motocross Park in Littlefield, Arizona. Sad state of affairs. <sighs> Quote. While Las Vegas was his home, he traveled all over the country racing dirt bikes, his obituary reads. He made friends everywhere he went and unknowingly touched so many lives. Ryder was surrounded by so many people in his life that loved and appreciated his kind heart and his desire to be the best person he could be every day. Since his death, the moto community, a very tight-knit group, and you got to say it is, man, the moto community, as far as dirt bike riders are concerned. My bad right there. I should have turned this damn thing off. <laughs> anyway, they came together to uh, uh, offer rider Calvin's family support, his mother, Monica Davis, uh, it's a struggle every day, she said. Ryder is our only child and our whole world. Pretty much everything we did as a family, it doesn't make sense that such a per, uh, good person would be taken so soon. Sad state of affairs. There are some pictures of him on his dirt bike and all that good stuff. Uh, now going over to Muscle Bay Advertise uh, by Janine. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I can't pronounce French name. Sorry. Uh, bikers hold successful blood donation run. The Ghost Riders Garden Route Motorcycle Club hosted its annual Bloody Buddy Run at the Wings Arrow Club at the Muscle Bay Airfield on Saturday, uh, the 3rd of June. It goes on to say the weather was not perfect, but 181 people, bikers as well as non-bikers, including Muscle Bay Mayor Dick, can you imagine going around uh, your whole life being called Dick? <laughs> you never know if they're serious or not. Uh, Cutsa entered the gates. He gave a short speech and thanked the Ghost Riders for their efforts in facilitating the blood drive to save lives. National president and national first lady of the Ghost. I never heard of that one. <laughs> I never heard of that. Of the Ghost Riders, MC Albert and Pris uh, Priscilla came all the way from Johannesburg to attend the second blood run of the Ghost Riders, MC. Good stuff there, man. Really good stuff. Uh, I know a lot of bikers get involved in uh, blood drives and stuff, but it looks like uh, what we see here that we're going to be adding to the show I know that, uh, let me see here. We're going to pull it up here for everybody. Harley Davidson has been uh, on shutdown 
and it's over uh, at York, Pennsylvania. Take a look. A halted production at its York County assembly plant for the second time in just over 12 months. The company says it's because of a part supply shortage. A company spokesperson tells us the next shift will be on Tuesday, and the facility has nearly 1,000 union employees. Production was stopped in May 2022 due to a brake hose problem from a third-party supplier. Okay, there you go. Looks like another parts uh, failure out there. I guess uh, they were saying the ports, something happened out there and the part shipments haven't got. You know, this is one thing that maybe Harley Davidson might want to think about. Start doing it in America. Ain't your made in the USA deal supposed to be your strong point? No, you're getting your parts overseas that is not cool and this is the reason why you're having problems now get the parts made in the united states now we're going to go to our next one the main one and that is out of the augusta press this is what confused is the hell out of me here some uh submarine mechanics suspect in augusta Motorcycle gang shootout is granted bear, uh, bail. Uh, and I guess uh, a member of the Thug Rider motorcycle gang held a security clearance, a secret one, to work on a Navy submarine. He was granted a $75,000 uh, bail in May, 13 shootouts, uh, or the 13 shootout that left two dead in East Augusta. And. <laughs> I guess they traveled from Camden uh, County, but it goes into a whole big story right there. So I am pretty confused when it comes to this one. And this is my opinion here. If you have such a good job, come on, you got a secret clearance. What are you doing going around getting involved in some crap like this? Seriously, it's easy to say no. Remember when you were a kid, say no to all this peer pressure and stuff? I don't care what club you're in. You don't get into that kind of nonsense. You got a good job. Submarines, really? That is so cool. But you go out there, and now you're probably going to lose that, which you probably have already. And now you're going through all this legal nonsense. What I have to ask, was it worth it? Was it worth it? And my answer is going to probably say no, because as soon as you get out, you probably don't have that job anymore. And you had something that was really a career right there. And why did you flush it down the toilet? That's what I have to ask. Why did you flush it down the toilet? Anyway, we're going to go to the second half of the show right now. We're going to talk about treacherous people with China now. Should be a good one. I'm always in the doghouse with this one. Don't forget to become a member of the Members Only Club right here on YouTube, Spotify, and Locals. We'll meet you right over there after this. Well, is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, 
brotherhood and betrayal. Join the Insane Throttle Members Only Club on YouTube or Spotify and receive exclusive content Monday through Friday at 9.20 a.m. Central Standard Time. Your membership in the Throttle Club helps keep the show going strong. Join our Motorcycle Madhouse Locals community and get weekly articles by Hollywood and get involved in the conversation. Punch in MotorcycleMadhouse.Locals.com and become a part of the community now. Rocka. Introducing the all new service from Insane Throttle Motorcycle Madhouse Radio 24 7 and nothing but the best in 80s till today. Rocket metal, baby. And here's an added bonus you can now listen to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Show with Hollywood and China now live on the air. Go to MotorcycleMadhouse.com and bookmark the radio station and get down with the...
What's up, everyone? How you guys and gals doing? I seen this awesome thing over on Four for the Road, and I just had to do it. I had to get it up here and spread the message. If you want to be in a gang, join a gang, not a motorcycle club. There has been two rallies so far canceled because of Red River. You're starting to see a big backlash now against MCs. And you have to ask yourself, how much more can people take before they totally turn on them? Don't want them around. Don't want them at events. Don't want them at rallies. And I'm not talking about the promoters. I'm talking about the individual bikers, riding clubs, social clubs that don't want to get involved in anything. But first, I do want to uh, show you this. I thought it was a really cool thing here. Uh, and this is four for the road. If you want that protocol and tradition advice, I say go to them. They know what they're talking about. A lot of them are in clubs. Some of you are more interested in being in a gang that happens to have motorcycles than you are in being in a motorcycle club. If that's you, then do us all a favor and go join a group that better aligns with what you want to do. Stop fucking shit up for the rest of us. Just my friendly uh, truth bomb for today. And that was Drifter. Beautiful stuff right there. Beautiful stuff. And again, you're starting to see this from a lot of people. A lot of people are saying, well, you know, the clubs could, uh, you know, get a council together and call it the AMA 2 or the AMA reboot. And a lot of people, I don't get it. Well. What that is, is a lot of these clubs broke away from the AMA because they didn't like the rules. And I get the early history of the clubs wanting the police, what was going on in their area, because they didn't want other people having their patches, their colors. That happened to Hell's Angels, where everybody was thrown at up. But you got to remember, there's a bunch of those groups until they consolidated. But it has become over time a thing where it's like overbearing to a lot of people. And they're getting sick of it. And then when something like this happens at a major rally where it's canceled, a lot of people lose money because of the vendors. And let's face it, a lot of people plan a vacation around some of these rallies i knew i know they do it with sturges all the major ones so since these re the reporting on this has come out there is a lot of bad taste in a lot of people's mouth and the first thing that they always say is stop recruiting gang members do I think that's what it is? I think you they are recruiting some with gang mentality that just want to go for the cover of the club, their reputation and stuff. 
to act like Billy badasses or do their slinging under the club guys. Yes, I do think that happens. And let's be honest. You know what? It's very true that the rank and file members want to be in a motorcycle club. It's very true. You got individuals, though, that want to have do uh, conduct some business, if you will. And it's unfortunate that those that are conducting the business, making the money, are really hurting all the other ones that want to be a true blue motorcycle club. Now, I do believe in protocol and tradition. I do. The problem with it is, again, it's become overbearing where nothing goes good anymore. You have stuff like this. You got smaller clubs forming alliances, kind of like what happened in Canada with the rock machine. That was an alliance of different groups that went after the dominant. You are now seeing that in the United States where the smaller clubs are like, you know what? Screw you. Screw your rules. We don't care who you are. Because it's a different generation, and I really wish clubs would start understanding that. It is a different generation now. This ain't like the old days where people were actually scared to go against the grain. No. Now people stand up and say, you know what? You might have a gun, but I got a gun too. Oh, wait a second. You you know how to make bombs? So do we. And now you're seeing this back and forth with a lot of gang warfare. And I'm sorry to say, sorry to say when there's shootings and there's bombings. Yeah, that's some gang warfare. You know what? I guess you have to admit there's a problem before you can solve the problem. If and if everybody says Australia, 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 I get it. Personally, I think it's the gang enhancement laws that they're starting to use. It was just used down in Georgia on a club and almost everything that, that happens, they throw that gang enhancement on. And I've always tried to sit back and think now it's, you know what? It's not the Cub Scouts. It's not cookie and ice creams in this stuff. It's grown men. Yes. But at some point, the members or the leaders are going to have to say, you know what, we enough of this stuff. You're bringing heat on everybody else. Now, I know a lot of clubs say, well, we don't care what the general public says. I get it. I know it. That's what's said all the time. But then you cannot go out and say it's a motorcycle club and not a gang. Because you're just doing more of a, you know, propaganda spin than the media is. And I hate to be that way. I really do. But those that understand, no. You can't have people going around shooting things up. Because you're just pissing everybody off. Let's admit this here. Most of this scene has people in it that ain't the hardcores, man. They're more of the re weekend rider. They're more of the chill type of uh, person. 
They want nothing to do with clubs, and they sure to hell don't want clubs ruining events for them. And you have to ask yourself, do they have a point? I say yes. Many are going to say yes. I would encourage MC members to actually look at the comments across social media. It has to be nine to ten, uh, you know, not in your favor that people don't like you. I have never thought I'd see the day when a biker actually sided with cops. I never thought I'd ever see that day. But, hell, they sure are, aren't they? There's a lot of them now. Hell, you even got clubs that call the cops when you uh, confront them, which blows my mind, by the way. It just really blows my mind that that happens. But I really like what he said. And, you know, I'll just read it. Some of you are more interested in being in a gang that happens to have motorcycles than you are in being in a motorcycle club. If that's you, then do us all a favor and go join a group that better aligns with what you want to do. Stop fucking shit up for the rest of us. Drifter good, man. I uh, tell you guys, go over there, check it out. This is from Facebook, but go ahead and check it out, man. It, it, the meaning's right there. A gang that happens to have motorcycles. Which a lot of clubs, you're going to have that kind of stuff. That's <laughs> You're going to have all sorts of personalities that come in an MC, and boy, can they tear one up. And you're seeing that on the streets now. And when major uh, rallies are hit with stuff like this, of course, smaller ones are going to cancel. The New Mexico ones are canceling up. You can guarantee if there's any more violence at any rally, there's going to be more. See, it used to be where if something happened at a rally, they would keep that individual club out of there. Uh, I guess it's not like that anymore. They just want to shut it all down. And then you have to say to yourself, do you blame them? Boy, that's a hard one. It's that thing where you say, damn, man, only a few ruined it for everybody else. But that's the thing with social media now. You got a lot of people that are expressing opinions, and in real life, they really don't care about you. To everybody that's not in an MC, they think they're gangs. And have you really gave them type of people any alternative to think otherwise? Because I know the vendors that put money out for B-Town or the Vegas, New Mexico uh, rally are pissed right now. Because it got canceled and they didn't even do nothing. You have to ask yourself, do clubs actually care? Do they care their action caused a whole lot of problems for everybody else? A lot of people are going to say they don't care. They'll just keep doing it. They're not listening. We don't want this anymore. This is 2023. They need to grow up is what they say. And I just paraphrased a lot that I see in the comment section. 
I'm kind of putting the other side out here for everybody. The other side where the majority think that way. And it's sad. Clubs are great, man. They're the best thing out there. Best brotherhood, best riding. And it's unfortunate that a lot of this stuff you're seeing in the news now. It's very unfortunate. And I feel sorry for a lot of people that killed their vacations or vendors lost their money. Something's have to give one of these days, doesn't it? I'm just saying. What do you guys and gals think, man? Let me know in the uh, comment section and all that. Great stuff from Four for the Road, man. Great stuff right there with that one. Hopefully, it makes a lot of people think. Hopefully, you can get that out to everybody. I know they got the knuckle up uh, deal over there. And, you know, what is wrong with knuckling up? That's the way MCs used to handle business. Yeah, there was incidences rarely that happened in the past, but when it did, it went down hardcore. But get some knuckling up, man. This ain't, you know, you're not teenagers anymore. Stop shooting people like you're on the in Chicago. You're men. Ride your bike. Ask yourself if it's worth going to prison. See, prison ain't cool. You know, I know a lot of people that are on uh, Twitter or freaking, what is that, TikTok and YouTube and Facebook. You know, some of these people that used to be in prison think it's cool. It's not cool. You can't ride your motorcycle in prison. You lose your family in prison. It ain't cool. You're not tough. Just saying, man, think about it. Ain't no fun if I can't do a hundred through the light. Probably be the only way that I can live and feel alive. Got China Doll over here dancing and stuff like that. It's like, what the hell, man? What the hell? How's everybody doing? Welcome to the second half of the show. We got the lovely China Doll in here. Yes, she's the lovely one. Gives me a headache all the time, but it happens. So what's up there, China? How was your weekend? What'd you do? I went on a nice, two, two nice rides. You went on two nice rides, huh? Yeah, two. Two. So you got your wind therapy in. Yeah, Saturday and Sunday because, you know, I won't get any next weekend or this weekend. Yes, I will be out of town. I'll be out east this weekend. Friday, we won't be having a show uh, starting uh, next week. Uh, not this week, but next week. Beacon's going to be on Fridays at 9, uh, what is it? Uh, 920. 9.20. And uh, we're going to forego one of the members only so you to get an extra hour of content right there. But uh, we had a great one uh, yesterday, BCAM podcast. I really enjoyed that conversation. That was very good. Very, very, very good. It was. Very good. You actually had a lot of s to say uh, yesterday. Yeah. And that's not normal. No. Well, not normal for a BCAM show. No. I'm I usually kind of more of the background and yeah, but I had a lot to say because, you know, these youngins in the workplace, let me tell you. Why you sound so monotone? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's Monday, but it's Monday. Yeah, that's exactly why. I don't know, man. I seen a midget this weekend. That was great. <laughs> let me tell you, that was And great. I was singing Oompa Loompa. You were loudly. <laughs> Oompa Loompa.
Doobody doo. I can't take you anywhere. I, you know what? You can't take Danny anywhere with me either. You know, oh, when we man, get together, me and Danny, you know, when that uh, pack of, uh, you know, let's just say rubbers were riding by. <laughs> Old men. Old, <laughs> Danny over there. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi! Wild hogs! Wild hogs! Yay! <laughs> Hi! It was fucking funny as hell. I was dying. It, it's always a good time. And of course, we're all on our phones, but nobody got that on Yeah, video. I was sitting... Well, I wasn't on my phone. You weren't. You were the only one not on your phone. I but was everybody else was. I chilling because I just seen a midget. I know, you couldn't get over it. You know, one of our uh, friends, uh, his old lady, I call half pint because she's short. Right. And this one, I was like, man, that's a quarter pint. <laughs> you called the midget quarter. I wanted to go get her. <laughs> I did. I wanted to take a picture. I wanted you to do a selfie. I wanted that to talk great. to her about fucking Willy Wonka. How's old boy doing? He should be old by now. <laughs> Damn midgets, man. I don't know what it is with it. <laughs> don't know. But I also got better news. Ooh. Better news. Uh-oh. Hollywood just bought a motorcycle. Oh Lord. I you know, I got a you know, I got a fetish with the motorcycles. You know, if you know it's more than two years, I gotta get another one. I know I drive you crazy, don't I? Uh-huh. Yeah. But this one I couldn't pass up. I couldn't. Mm-mm. I was like, okay, time to trade the low rider. Bye-bye. Yep. Low riders being picked up tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> And this is the one that I am getting right there. It is. It is a 2008 Screaming Eagle Road King, and it's the 105th anniversary. And no, that ain't the price you got it for. <laughs> no, not Hollywood. <laughs> not Hollywood. So not. <laughs> 110 cubes. <laughs> He uses Fastest Hollywoodism. Fuck, stage two. Yeah, I use Hollywoodism when it comes to uh, <laughs> buying a motorcycle. Uh, but anyway, today we're going to be talking about toxic, tyrannical, treacherous people. That's what we're talking about today. Boy, there's a lot of them out there, isn't there? <laughs> Rich has Hollywood gone CVO on us. Hell yeah, man. I was like, dude, I couldn't pass that shit up. <laughs> Not with the mileage. No. Uh-uh. Uh, you know, I did use Hollywoodism to neg- negotiate the price. But, you know, I buy from them all the time. So Hollywoodism comes out real quick with them. Only mistake I ever did was getting a bagger from freaking Woodstock. They're a bunch of punks over at Woodstock. And, early. And, and the funny part, the funny part, I don't get recognized as China doll. I got recognizes. Hey, do you work at that mobile? <laughs> what? Goddamn! One of the employees there. I saw him cigarettes every day. <laughs> cool. And hourly. <laughs> cool. Anyway, so toxic. What is the definition of a toxic person? Let's go over definitions because you know these are the three T's: toxic tyrannical and treacherous Mm -hmm. and i wonder if you can be all three of them i think there's some people out there that can be oh i definitely agree with this one well toxic people are externally unhappy negative nancy's debbie downers call them what you want 
but they are always miserable and their goal in life is to bring you down with them. Now, over your lifespan, because you're a half a century year old now, <laughs> have you run into toxic people? Yes. Tons. <laughs> Tons of them. You it's know, what sad. is what is their main problem? That's what I want to know. Their life is obviously it, sucks. Is it that they can't <laughs> get through life without being an ass? What? Pretty much. It's kind of like a, a salesperson at Woodstock Harley, you pricks. But go ahead. They, they just. Oh, I'm pissed at Woodstock, man. They're just all around miserable people. And their toxicity of their misery can suck the life force right out of you. You know what? It's always funny when you walk into a room, you can always feel the toxic person in there. Oh, definitely. Is it like a sixth sense? I think so. You can definitely pick them out in the group. It's just like a dog. They can always tell a bad person. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That, I think, is amazing. I really do. I think that's amazing mm -hmm. that they have that kind of sense to them. Mm -hmm. They can sense it. They, It's like they could smell it in the air. They smell it. It's kind of like how the sixth sense would be then. We can kind of smell it in the air. Right. When there's a toxic person in the room. No, Gio, I want the Kegel for this one. Kegel's a badass dealership. Woodstock, I can't stand them fuckers. Uh, yeah, you heard me over there. But uh, go ahead. But you got to watch out for the toxic people. Now, as far and you know, you just slow down on this reading stuff here. I'm not reading nothing. As far as toxicity mm -hmm. is concerned, mm -hmm. I find a lot of them people feel beat up by life and they have to have an outlet. And usually that outlet is on somebody else. Mm -hmm. They drive you freaking insane. It's like, dude, you know what? Just go shoot yourself or something. That's how you feel. If you're that miserable, why in the hell, like Shadow says, energy vipers, why do you want to go and ruin everything? You know, my little brother, you know, he's a truck driver. <coughs> and he had this bitch for a girlfriend. Oh, Lord. She was a toxic person. She was Everywhere awful. she would go. Thank God he kicked her ass out. But everywhere she would go, she would start problems with people. Yeah. Bitch, complain, moan, groan. She was. She was a very toxic person. Oh, yeah. I sensed that on her the first time we met her. And it's like, dude, you, you don't even have the right to be toxic. You're ugly. <laughs> Ugly people shouldn't be toxic. Is that what you're saying? You know, and I think there's a difference between toxic and conceited. You know, a nice looking woman's conceited and shit like that. Yeah, they can be toxic. But these these people are miserable son of a bitches. Mm. They are. They're miserable son of a bitches. And it's like, dude, why are you breathing my air? But what's weird is people actually allow them to be around and that's something i don't understand 
Well, you never want to be around somebody like that because all they're going to do is use some like Jedi mind tricks on you to freaking uh, drag you down with them. What do you mean by Jedi mind tricks? <laughs> do you think that they try to pull you over to the dark side, I guess? Yes, definitely. Like, okay, example. There are actually three Jedi mind tricks that they pull. One thing you got to keep in mind is you always got to just listen, nod, and say nothing in return. Or maybe just say okay and walk away. Because if you don't and you respond back to a toxic person, it's going to get you to the point where you get so frustrated and so aggravated with this person because they're so damn negative that it's going to start sinking into you and then you're going to get angry and start yelling back at the negative person who's yelling at you to begin with. Mm -hmm. So why put yourself through that? Well, I totally agree 100%. Because doesn't it, uh, you have to worry about energy that you're losing because of a prick? Yeah, exactly. You're going to burn yourself out dealing with a person like that. Isn't it always funny that the person that is toxic, nothing is ever thrown back at them, but the one she, they're toxic too, gets all the stress, anxiety. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they think it's fun or funny. I think they think it's both. I think they think it's fun and funny because you know what? They're miserable. They want everyone else to be miserable. So why not just start with the ones closer to you? Mm -hmm. Bring you down. <clears throat> so how do you deal with them? How do you deal with a toxic person? Cut them out of your life. You now, that's easier said than done with a, a lot of people. It is. It's not hard for me. No, it's not. It's super easy for you. <laughs> You're just like, yep, bye. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye, Felicia. And I don't think about you no more. I wipe you away from my brain. Mm -hmm. Other people, it is hard to do. Yeah, I'm looking at one. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> my name is China Doll. <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> yes, you do. You have a big problem. I've gotten rid of all of them lately. Well, yes, you have, but you let it go and go and go. And I don't think that's good for anybody's health. No, it's not. It makes you worse as a person yourself because mm. you're you continue to deal with the toxic people and that's what they crave that's what they want mm -hmm. they want you to like it, it, you're you know if you're suffering from like mental health issues like depression or whatever it's going to make your depression worse because of the fact that this person's such a negative nancy or a debbie downer that you're going to start feeling like crap and then what good are you to people because you know what? I think it's actually pity. They want pity parties? No, it's pity on the behalf of the people that let them do it to them. They think they're going to change. Well, sometimes everybody likes to try and help change other people. Toxicity but the, but can't the be but the problem. I was just going to say, the problem is, is a lot of people you can't fix. Once they're broken, they're broken. And it's not your job to fix them. No, your job is to take care of yourself. Not other people, as far as the Debbie Downers are concerned. Now, li li listen to this one with road rage. 
The reason I rarely talk to my mother is because she isn't happy unless she's complaining. She could win a billion dollar lottery and complain she had to drive to the bank to deposit the check. We all know that some family members are toxic. Yes. Some are extremely toxic. Then it becomes a lot harder to kick them to the ground, uh, to curb. Yes. Well, yeah, definitely. It's a lot more difficult when it's a family member to tell them to kick rocks. Because, you know, you don't want it to affect other people in the family. I think family problems stem from the toxicity. Oh, yeah, they definitely do. They definitely 100 million percent do. The toxic person is the one that usually causes all the problems and ruins everybody. It's like a Tasmanian devil with these people. They <laughs> kick up so much dirt and dust. Everybody gets lost in it. Mm -hmm. Instead of saying, you know what? You're a bitch. Shut the fuck up. A lot of people won't do that. No. They won't. What's that old saying? Uh, blood doesn't make you family. Whatever the hell you say. <laughs> Blood doesn't always make you family. I mean, biologically you are, but that's doesn't mean you have And all to that is anyway, when you say biological, that just means, you know, you're blood related. You're blood related, but it was, you know, the same sperm that made you. Right. Same sperm, same egg, whichever. Whatever it is. Yeah, whichever. So it really you have no attachment other than that. Nope. You're only attached because you're related by blood. It doesn't really mean much anymore. So when does it come to a point where you got to cut off even a family member? When the toxicity gets so far that it's in, interfering in your personal life with your current family. Why does it take so long? That's the thing. That it, see, I'm confused. Because you're hoping that they'll change. You're hoping that, that you could get them to open their eyes to what's really going on and stop worrying about their bullshit and worry more about everything else. Really? Yeah. I still confuse. Right. Why, why just not get the fuck out? Why should I make my life miserable because of you? That's where I don't get, I don't know if it's something that's underlying where there's nerves or uh you question yourself well you always question yourself but you shouldn't you should never question yourself as far as that's concerned you should always stick with your gut instinct sometimes it takes people longer to deal with that hey amish mike appreciate it sometimes it takes longer to deal with your gut now does it take or you or you don't trust your gut gut instinct does it I mean, take women thing. longer than men i think so i think men are just like fuck it chuck it in the fucking bucket and move on ain't it easier yeah you know somebody's giving me a headache or something i go on a midget hunt <laughs> i gotta go find a midget to make me laugh <laughs> Then it's easier to get over. <laughs> but do you think regrets come play into this? Sometimes, not always. Like as far as you regret um, ever getting closer than you probably should have or what? Well, there's some people out there that you wish you never even fucking met. Well, yeah, there's a few of those. 
So you have a few of them. Yeah, I have a few of those. I have a handful of those. See, I never have that because I kick them to the, you know, the bucket right away. Yeah, I, I, I got a handful. When you're done with me, don't want to know you. See you later. Bye-bye. Have nothing for you. But you do have people that you've come to realize that you have regrets about. Yeah, I do. And how do yeah. you deal with that emotionally? One day at a time, honestly. I mean, I, I've already cut ties, so. And I like this one from Rattlesnake. Read that one. You can only control yourself and your surroundings, believing you can change someone for the better that only wants their way will never work. Ooh. That's true. Ooh. A lot of people that are toxic, it's either their way or the highway. Hmm. And that's not going to always work because if you're in a friendship or a relationship or whatever the situation is, that means there's two people involved. So it should be shared experience, not just one person's way or the others. When I put stuff on there, you got to read it. Dan and Dilo. That's because I'm blind as a bat. I spent eight years with a toxic person. It was miserable, and I didn't even realize it. Never again. Well, sometimes it takes a while to realize it. Well, that's what I was just going to say. The most important part of that is. That you finally did. You didn't realize what you were living through. Yeah. And when you finally do realize it, it makes you really think about the whole entire time you were with that person. Mm -hmm. Now, see, you went out this weekend with Danny. Yes. Love him <laughs> and his girl. He's fun as fuck. He's awesome. So you step back and look and it's like, why are you giving him headaches? You know, any man, you know, but people, you know, it's like, you're right. You don't realize the toxicity that's there. Mm -hmm. And when you do, it does break your heart to get rid of them sometimes. Yeah, it does. So did you get so used to them being toxic that you didn't even put your well-being? Yeah, a lot of times when you're so used to dealing with a toxic person in your life, whether it's a relationship, family member, friend, it doesn't matter. It's all the same. You're so used to the with the way that their mind is set that you don't realize how much damage it's actually doing to you. Mm-hmm. Because you're, well, let's so, go back at you're so used to dealing with it that you don't notice that it's actually changing you as a person as well. Well, let's look at Danny. You know, he's more respectful to the female species than I am. Yes, 110%. A lot more respectful. So, when you know, I believe that people that are toxic take advantage of those that are nice. Mm -hmm. They do. They really do. It's like if you're a big hearted person and you're a really good person, that toxic person is going to eat you alive. That is what they're going to do. Marianne, toxic wants to control your life. All good disappears. Never will I live that way again. And you hear that a lot from people that had to actually go through it. I don't think that a lot of people understand what some of these people go through in bad relationships. Well, and I think if you, if everybody actually sits back and looks at their life, everybody's had at least that one toxic person. 
whether it was a family, a friend, or a significant other, everybody has had that one person. If they let it. I think everybody has had that one person, whether they try like let it or not. Well, Mike Ball, you better watch your balls, dude, because, you know, Danny's girlfriend is not up on your ass, man. Asking for a friend, <laughs> what woman isn't toxic? <laughs> There's a lot out there that aren't, to be honest with you. I'm I'm serious. There's there's a lot that aren't. I mean, uh you think they're more uh they pick at you and all get, that they, stuff. They got your they women always have their moments, but it doesn't mean that's how they are all the time. Yeah, every 30 fucking days and then two weeks in between. There I mean it's true. I, I mean, yeah, I've got my toxic moments, but I'm not a toxic person. No, you're more outgoing. You know, and I think every woman can say that every now and again, we have our toxic moments where we're pissed off. We're going to bitch, moan and complain about something or another. But then we get it out of our system and we're over. But can't but that could, become toxic every it, time you're doing it? It could be if you continue it on a daily basis. But if it's like once every blue moon or once a month. Because <laughs> we got our period because everybody blames you know what? it on that. You know what? Men don't have but one week apiece with women. Let's just be uh, <laughs> let's just be honest. One week. Dwayne, I've been through that crap in a relationship. Not anymore. Do you think that's what people learn about being in a toxic relationship? They don't, but some other people don't learn and they continue the cycle from one you know, toxic person to the another. <laughs> Wait for you to highlight that. Danny. Oh my God. I'm dying. Sometimes I wonder how Mike has a woman. He's proof that women love a douche. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Now. The can is heating up right now. <laughs> okay. I'm going to, I'm going to tell people something about little Mr. Danny Bilo. Uh oh. Danny Delo is just as 100. I ain't going to do it because it's going to hurt my throat. As he is on his, uh, on the shows, he's the same way as he is in person. Yeah, he is. He is no different. People expect others that are creators to be one way on the air and then a totally different person off the air. Mm. And it's no. <laughs> he's the same person. He's a goof nut. <laughs> it's fun. It is. He's great. <laughs> oh, Steve, easy. Come on, man. Mike is a good dude. <laughs> okay, he has a permanent, permanent sex, sex toy, toy with, with him. him all the time. <laughs> Talking about his leg. Yeah, man. You know, he masturbates his leg. I don't know. <laughs> what is a tyrannical person? Oh, I actually. I actually had to look that up. Yeah. What is a tyrannical person? No, tyrannical or torrentious? No, that's a different one. Tyrannical is, I believe, you know, you got toxicity. Then you got somebody that's tyrannical where they try to put themselves over you. A tyrannical person is power hungry or an empire builder. These toxic people work their ways to be so high up in life that 
they'll step on anybody. They'll step on anybody. They don't care who you are because they are so power hungry and they have to be on top. And I don't mean insects. And yesterday we were talking about, uh, you know, is it time to change jobs or something like that? And uh, Danny and Mike did bring that up about asshole management Man, or asshole, asshole owners or owners. Yeah. And you can have some very tyrannical bosses. Yeah, definitely. You really can where they make life so bad that you just want to separate from them mm -hmm. and you don't want to work there anymore. And what I don't understand about some bosses, see bosses of these large companies, how they can let management do that because that is hurting their bottom line. Right. Or I don't understand how they put people in power that have no experience whatsoever in what they're doing. Tell me about it. You know, I understand <laughs> promoting within, but shouldn't you have the basic knowledge of business to be able to run something like that? I know, I, I know that's the way I think because I got a lot of money tied up in the shit. Well, but if you see somebody being a tyrant bitch or an asshole at a job, or just plain out not doing their job the way they should. It should put a pause in you. Mm -hmm. And I, I just can imagine the corporate world, you know, the suit and ties, as I call them. Them motherfuckers are more treacherous people than I know. The, uh, you got to be fake. You got to be insane to work in an office they gossip more than we do yeah around that water cooler well that's where the old saying comes from that's where most of the rumors started is around a water cooler mm -hmm. or a break room yep they're one of them people that tell you one thing get your answer and go around and tell everybody else that's why you can never tell people, hey, keep it between ourselves, because it's never going to happen. Don't say something you don't want others to know. Right. Well, and, and, and a lot of workplaces, like a manager is going to get paid salary. So they're going to get paid for just sitting on their ass. It doesn't even matter. Where the other employees are probably most likely hourly based. And... They're the ones doing all the grunt work while the man manager just sits on their ass and watches. I think a management should be you work harder. You would hope. Than the people under you. And there's probably a lot of them out there that actually do. But there's still that nice couple handfuls that just sit there and cash that check every two weeks or every week or whatever. Because they don't care. They and when do, you have they, keep people that don't care about a business that they work at, you're going to get destroyed. Yeah. Sonia. You got to watch your screen. Uh, I was looking at the comments, not over there. Uh, I deal with that shit at work. Well, management that sits on their ass and does nothing. <laughs> and another one from her. I work at a clinic and bust my ass for a supervisor that doesn't even know what she is doing. That's sad. That's messed up. That is. You know what reminds me of the corporate environment is what happened to Dolly Parton in nine to five where they all thought she was screwing the boss. Yeah. All because she kept getting his coffee and his 
baths, dry cleaning. That's what reminds me of treacherous people. They want to make, why do you want to make other lives miserable? Don't they know you got to account for your life when you die? What are you going to say? I was a toxic, uh, tyrannical type of person. I wouldn't want that to be my legacy. Well, and that's why a lot of companies go through such a high turnover because their managers suck. Like, that's literally why they go through a big turnover in specific companies because their management team is so lazy or such a-holes that people don't want to work for them. Mm -hmm. Brian, glad I'm retired. Had my idiotic bosses in 43 years of working. Yeah. You know what? That's why I've always wanted to work for myself like I do is because I don't want to deal with assholes. Because mm-hmm. I don't, I wouldn't last at jobs. You say something stupid to me, I'm like, fuck you, dude. I'm out. See ya. And, but you never leave without giving them a riot act, right? Oh my God, am I nasty? <laughs> this no filter shit. It, 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 it's not good all the time. No. But I just believe that you have to be upfront and straight with people the way it is. And a lot of people don't want to do that. <laughs> what? Rich, I get paid 20 bucks an hour to sit here in my truck and watch this video, but they don't know that. <laughs> That's why I like uh, truck driving, man. You do what you want to do. As long as you make your deliveries on time, who gives a shit what you do is basically <laughs> what it comes down to. Uh, uh, let's see here. Dwayne Martin. I didn't uh, see this. It says, yep, 100% backstabbers, too. Yes, a lot of people are backstabbers. They are. And they don't care. But when it comes to making money, I understand. Now, you know what? This right here, this title is everything the streets are about everything toxic tyrannical treacherous that's exactly the way the people are on the streets you never know what's coming never uh let's see here <laughs> go ahead lol it comes with its downfalls being bold and upfront huh hollywood it, it kind of does but why should I sit back and deal with somebody that's like that? Why not call them out? You know, that's one thing that pisses me off about you. What? You're a scared little chicken. No, I'm not. Bullshit. And let's be honest. Bullshit. Let's be honest. Yeah, let's be honest. You, I remember <laughs> time. Okay, a time. How long ago was that? It don't matter how long it is. And I've changed since then. So in the last year. But before that, you had a hard time talking to people and telling them what's up. Because I was always worried about everybody else's feelings. Now I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, now you don't care, <laughs> but you learn you learn your lessons from that. Hell, I walk into my job nowadays, and I will, first thing I say when she's like, "Hey, let's go talk," and I'm like, "Am I getting fired? Because if I'm not, is this necessary?" <laughs> and she's like, "No, you're not getting fired." I'm like, "Damn, I'm not trying hard enough." Mm-hmm. Uh, I got paid two hundred to ride to Venice and force my customer to listen to your show. <laughs> <laughs> You might lose a customer. 
lose a customer. Now let's talk about treacherous people. Okay. How does the three T's work here? Well, treacherous is actually, uh, <laughs> I actually looked up in the dictionary what treacherous was. Mm -hmm. And it says that they are involved in betrayal or deception. <laughs> Welcome to the street. <laughs> but I wanted to know more than, because it really didn't give much of a, a thing in the article about it. So they're basically about, yeah, deception. Sad. So deception, I think, would fix all three. Yes. It's all based on deception. Well, like with a treacherous person and being like thinking in a deception kind of way that people will pretend to be your best friend mm -hmm. only to gain personal information about you. So basically and they use it against you to basically use it against you when they feel it's necessary uh dibs don't forget to go over to dibs show over on youtube and all that good stuff uh go ahead and read that one i was taught always beware the man that welcomes you with a smile while his hand shakes yours and hugs you <laughs> that's usually the one that's gonna stab you in the back and he is 100 percent right on that uh -huh. one 100 as danny would say <laughs> The ones that are nice to you in your front will stab your ass in the back. One of the things that I do, okay, maybe this is a good uh, way for you guys to understand. When I meet somebody, or I, even if I've known them 20 years, what I'll usually do is tell them something. And if it gets back around through other people to me, I get a, I, I kick them away from my life. Mm. I you gotta test people to see if they're being honest, truthful with you. It could be something dumb you tell them. Yeah. But if it comes back, you know you can't trust that person. That's the way I always do it. And you might say, man, you know, you're paranoid. No, I'm not paranoid. I just like to know what kind of people there is. <laughs> you tell them something, see if it comes back around. Mm -hmm. And if it does, you right away, get them out of your life. I don't care how long you were with them. Dibber says was also taught that your best friend is the one that can end up being your worst enemy they are the ones that know everything about you and know how to hurt you they know all your secrets mm -hmm. you know and that's one thing if you know about outfit or organized crime underworld and shit like that it's always your best friend that's going to put a 22 behind your ear and blow your head off mm -hmm. because you're so comfortable with them it's one of the reasons why I don't believe in having best friends. You know, friends are good. Friends, yes. But letting people too close yep. can get your ass. Now, for those on the you know that lived on the street for a while, know this. Those are usually the ones that are going to shoot you in the underworld. Well, and the saying goes, keep your friends close, but keep your enemies closer. Well, yeah. 
So what is the truth behind that then? It's more of a movie quote if you're in It is business. a movie quote. You know, that's business type of stuff, but I'm talking personal. Where th- the one that you're closest to is going to disappoint you. <laughs> Danny. Uh, he says, yes, Hollywood. That is the city in us. Make someone mad and they'll tell you the truth. Tell one lie to everyone and see when I hear that lie back. Then I know who's not trustworthy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. What did my education come from? Uh, first essay. Rock on, man. See, that's what I don't understand with the younger guys. Why they don't listen to the older guys. It's like they've been there, done that. So they got the experience. Why well, ain't going to listen to them, you dumbasses? Yeah. I truly believe that. Mm-hmm. Truly believe that. Uh, let's see here. Go ahead with Eric. Depend on your position or bank accounts. You'll find less and less friends around you. You know what? I think it would be hard and I wouldn't even want to be Elon Musk. Even though he's the richest person in the world, who can he really trust? No one. You know how many people that work that that work with him or are friends with him that can steal his ideas and go to go do it themselves? Not only that, but try to undermine them mm-hmm. or trying to find a way in for the money. Yeah. When they say money is the root of all evil, it is the root of all evil. Well, yeah, definitely. So I couldn't even imagine. What's up, Billy? I couldn't even imagine being him. Mm-mm. And that's sad. It's probably a lonely existence for him. I don't think I'd ever want to be a millionaire. No, because the first thing that's going to happen is friends, family, handout. Yeah, they're going to come to you with their handout and be like, don't you owe me. That's the, oh my God, that'd be the first thing you owe me. You owe me from like 40 years ago when you were 10 and borrowed that quarter. (laughs) It's always something. You know, I don't care about taking care of family. That's what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. But for strangers to come out all of a sudden, like you said, you never been around them for the last 20 years. Yeah. Next thing you know, they're your best friend. Mm -hmm. That just tells you what kind of person or humanity really is selfish i mean i want somebody to be my friend because of who i am as a person not that not that i do a a show in the morning i mean yeah i like getting fangirl doesn't happen much but i love it if it does but it's just like i i want somebody like me for me not for what i do or who i know like you <laughs> I don't want them to be friends with me just because of you or they want to get closer to you. Mm. You know, take me as I am. Now, I can off. give you one <laughs> piece of advice, one piece of advice that I was given by an old timer on the streets. You know, he's with one of the crews and he used to call me little Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And I was 16 years old, you know, Doing the thing. Doing your thing. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And he told me, reach in your back pocket. So I reached in my back pocket. 
And he said, pull out your wallet. Here I am thinking, damn, do I owe you something again? But he said, now open your wallet and give me your ID. So I gave him the ID and he turned around with the sternest face and said, the person on this license is the only motherfucker you better ever trust. That was powerful. Wow. And that's what I use till today. You only trust the person in the mirror. And when you have one of these old Dagos, street Dagos, tell you something, you listen. Because that's how you're going to get through life. Because people are some treacherous motherfuckers, man. Mm-hmm. And that's sad. It is. But one of these days, you guys go and take out uh, your wallets, look at your ID. And that's the only one you better trust because everybody else out there is out for something, I believe. Yeah. What's up, man? We got the news going on this segment right now. Tonight with Marco, we're going to have a special guest at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're going to be talking about whiskey, women, and motorcycles, baby. It's going to be a good one. We're going to be talking about that stuff. What do we got in the news? Well, at least 13 people were shot, stabbed, or struck by a fleeing car at a massive street party in Syracuse early Sunday morning. Go figure. Hundreds of people were gathered on a block, uh, on a hundred block of Davis Street in the west side when gunfire rang out at 12.22 a.m., Four people were shot, six were stabbed or cut, and three were hit by vehicles driving away from the mayhem. Did you see that terrible thing that happened in Pennsylvania with the bridge collapse? Yes, I did. My goodness. And it's going to take them a long time to fix that. It even had a fire and an explosion and everything. Well, I think the fire from the car actually set off weakening the bridge and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's some scary shit right there. Yep. Our, I, I guess our infrastructure's falling apart over here. How the hell does a car fire bring down a whole damn bridge? That was crazy. That that just shows you how how weak that bridge was. And we travel on those every day. Yep, makes you paranoid. You know, going up north through Milwaukee, you got that tunnel, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't like this tunnel no more. That shit gonna fall all over me. Or you imagine go over, over the Mackinac Bridge up uh, in Wisconsin over to Michigan? That thing's huge. It's crazy. So it's like, man, screw you. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, no thank you. No thank you, uh-uh. So unfortunately, they haven't caught uh, the people that started this shooting. Uh, so it uh, is still being investigated. Still being investigated. Yeah, you know, makes you wonder, though, because a lot of times you never hear again about the investigations because I always try to go a couple days and then look the the story back up. And there still says under investigation. 
No, Danny, we got uh, Captain Overlord, man. He's going to be coming on. He's the promoter of Midwest uh, Chopper Fest. Hopefully he has a nice-ass stripper on with him, but it's going to be a fun party. <laughs> this one's actually my guest. I know how to pick and choose. Good for you. Yeah. Proud of you. You're proud of me? I'm proud of you. You need bro. to be proud of me. Okay. Usually you're a bitch. Well, I'm not today, okay? It happens. All right. A mass shooting in a private residence in an otherwise quiet neighborhood in Annapolis, Maryland on Sunday left at least three people dead and three injured. Why is it when you do the news? Oh, wait. The it's next everybody one? dying. My next story's even better. Jesus Christ, man. You know what? You're you're a psycho bitch. I know. You are. You're psycho, man. So the cops did say that that, that was a random act of violence. Yeah, Danny, our chopper fest. And that it wasn't like a drive-by or anything. It was it was a random thing. And it's what is with people gotta shoot. You know what? That just goes to show you that. People are fucked up in this world. You can't have any good news out there. Some reason there was like a big argument in the house and everybody started shooting each other. That's basically what went down in that in, in that party. There. And you know what? I'm sorry to say. I'm sorry to say this. I blame it on the fucking video games. Like me. I get pissed off or something. I'll go in there, put on GTA 5, kill a couple hookers. Run them over, beat them up. Yeah. You know? And then you but feel these better. But these kids don't understand reality against games. They don't understand that the game and life in general is two separate things. It's not the exactly. same. Exactly. It's like we got a virtual world we live in, and then we got the real world. Exactly. That's stupid. So I don't know if people might not know this, but Ted Kaczynski, known as the Unabomber, has reportedly died from suicide at the federal prison in North Carolina on now, Saturday. Now, you don't know who Ted Kaczynski was. He was the Unabomber. Yep. And the reason why he, and all his bombs went to those in charge of tech. Yes. He said tech would ruin us. Even Elon Musk uh, agreed with him. Boy, did he get some fucking pushback on that. But has technology ruined us? Was he right? I think so. I have to agree with him. It's kind of like what he was trying to do is that Terminator shit in Terminator 2 where, you know, they try to stop uh, the Terminators from being built and shit at Skynet. That's what kind of what he was doing. But all his packages went to tech people. And to see it now is unbelievable mm -hmm. how bad it has gotten. You got it to where you can't even talk to another person anymore face-to-face. -face. It's always got to be on internet. It has to be on, what is that, phone uh, chat or whatever, where you look at them on the phone. Yeah. That way you just hang up on them if you don't like what they have to say. <laughs> There's no good conversations anymore. No good debates anymore. I would like to see, you know, for tomorrow's show, how long an average person sits on the internet or sits on TV. I really would like to do that. You know, I was talking to a buddy of mine, and it's so funny how people try to emulate what's in the movies. 
like if you go into a bar or something now, they're dressed up like Kevin Costner out of the Yellowstone. And, you know, they can grow up in the city. Now, next thing you know, they're a cowboy. It's like, what the fuck? Why act fake? Serious stuff. So the medical am- uh, examiner has not put out the official cause of death. Ted Kaczynski was 81 years old. Some people are saying he died by suicide, but the official report has not been uh, outed yet. I guess at, uh, let's see, approximately 1225 a.m. Saturday, he uh, was found in his cell. Then they talk about, you know, that he was the Harvard-educated mathematician convicted of running a 17-year bombing campaign that killed three people and injured 23 others. And his brother turned him in. Uh, Jason. I always have to get her to look at this. I was in I was in a different screen. Hell, most people nowadays, unfortunately, don't even have the balls to argue to your face, always through text. That's 100% true. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness gracious. That's so true. Uh, Beezer watched Terminator 2 last night. Probably not far from the truth. Once AI starts building smarter versions of itself, we're fucked. And we'll be talking about that in the second half of the show uh, tonight. Scary business, man. Scary business. Right after uh, we talked to Overlord from the Midwest Chopper Fest. But uh, crazy business, man. Crazy business. Uh, screwy, screwy, screwy. What else you got? You got any more? I always got more. Against humanity. Get your nastiness ready. I want to play a game. That's what it's I want. Time for Cards Against Humanity. Get your yeah, I stupid that. loop. I, I understood that the first time. Why yeah, are we hearing it, it a was second on a time? loop. It's stupid. So what? I guess you want to play this game, huh? Yeah, I want to play this game. Just pick something for me. Why can't you pick? I, don't, I always find it funny when you pick the numbers. Why? So I look like an asshole? Yes. No, I don't like looking like an asshole. Fine. Don't like it. How many people in the contacts on your phone have you ever fantasized about sleeping with? Hmm. <laughs> and I know you got a shit ton in your phone. Hmm. I guess I would. Yeah. You know, Facebook friends and stuff. Yeah. Everybody does. Don't you? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I ain't going to put no names out there because that's not nice, but... No, it ain't nice. Yep. Yeah, I think we all have. I've got maybe two. <laughs> I think where... <laughs> i got two. That comes in as just normal human activity. Especially us men, man. Our dicks just have a way of going shit themselves. I mean, not like it's going to happen, but, you know, you can dream. You can dream, yes. Yeah. What's another one? Hmm... <laughs> I'm just like scrolling and then picking a random one. Just Pam Anderson, uh, Pam Anderson, but I don't have the number, you know, go with the contact. She ain't the best looking anymore. Plastic yeah, I was going to say Pam Anderson from back in like uh, when she was Baywatch younger. days or Pam Anderson now. 
Yeah, that would be the question. Yeah, because me, if it was me, I'd say Pam Anderson from back in the Baywatch she, Well, days. she was hot. She was hot back then. I mean, if I had to pick a celebrity, it'd have to be Angelina Jolie, though. Right. You <laughs> wouldn't mean, even recognize her now. I mean, I'm just saying. Angeline Jolie is what you like? I like her. She's she's smexy. Oh, she's smexy? She's smexy. <laughs> well, let's look and see what uh, Panda Anderson looks like here. We got to share our screen. Now or then? Now. Uh, let's put her up there. There she is. She even looked the same. Yeah, she kind of does. She looks a little bit more evil. That's like an evil look. Yeah, but she don't look like Pam Anderson when she was little. Like, no, like when she was younger. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Sorry. Nope, not me. <laughs> One more. One more. Okay. What is the biggest lie you ever told without getting caught? I don't believe in that. <laughs> Why do you have to lie to somebody? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, wait. We can go somewhere else. This question that's okay. right, right below that one. What is your opinion on anal? <laughs> I'll give you a colon cleanse. I like watching women just cup and going. It's funny. <laughs> I'll give you my opinion on, on anal. No, thank you. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Exit only, poop exit only. Nothing goes in there. Not even at the gynecological exam. That freaks me the hell out because they always stick their finger in your butt. I don't understand that. That is not what you're supposed to be checking out. You're supposed to be looking at They're the They're checking vagina. your colon. That's what a colon cleanse is. You gotta I don't cleanse care. It out. I don't care. And when he goes, when, and when the gyno does that, I'm like, hey. No, thank you. <laughs> no, back off. <laughs> that is mine. Wrong hole, wrong <laughs> hole. You're checking the wrong hole. You're supposed to be looking in the duck bill. Oh, my goodness gracious. Duck bill? Because they use this thing for a gynecological exam uh -huh. that literally looks like a duck's beak, and they stick it in your vagina and clamp it open like this. It's bad. It's very uncomfortable. Maybe to have your could. vagina like spread wide open so they can like stick a Q-tip in there. It's like, really? You have to go that far to put a Q-tip in there? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> to get a fucking swab? You got to really use a duck fucking beak to spread my vagina open? You could just slip the thing in for fuck's sakes. Oh, my goodness. But Nasty gyno people. visits are not fun, ladies. You all agree. You know y'all been there. Oh, my goodness. They're not fun. We're going to go to the members <laughs> only in about 10 minutes. If you're not a member, go join on YouTube, Spotify, or Locals, baby. We'll be right back over there. If we don't see you in the members only, we'll see you tomorrow. Rock on. Introducing the all-new service from Insane Throttle Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. 24-7 and nothing but the best in 80s till today. Rocket metal, baby. And here's an added bonus. You can now listen to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Show with Hollywood and China now live on the air. Go to MotorcycleMadhouse.com and bookmark the radio station and get down with the king of biker radio. I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jacked. Number one, the internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. 
Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you never miss an episode.